0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Losing Your Property Investor Cherry with me, your property investment tour guide in Ranlocken. For those of you that are new to this podcast, each episode we interview an experienced property investor, taking them back to that first investment property and really unveiling the things that went right, but also the things that didn't. And hopefully along the way, providing you with lots of useful tips on starting your own property portfolio. Now, this week's guests are really good friends of mine. I've been really excited to get them on the show since we started this podcast. Um, They're actually based over in Sweden, so they're not based here in the UK, and they're founders of a UK property investment concierge-style service, Miracle Properties. It's the wonderful Nana and Emily that will be joining me today. Having started their own property journey in 2018, they founded Miracle Properties in 2019. They've got so many stories that they can share with you and a real encyclopedia of knowledge to share too. Additionally, the real bonus, is because they live in Sweden, they're able to provide a viewpoint on what it's like to invest in the UK for those of you that are listening today from all over the world. So without further delay, let's fly to Sweden and episode seven with Miracle Properties. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another Losing Your Property Investor Cherry with myself, Imran Locken. And this week, I am truly honored to have two investors that are based overseas, based over in Sweden, um, that I've known for a good few years now, and they've kindly come on, agreed to come on the show and share a bit about their journey and their experiences and that first property investment deal. So I'd like to welcome to the show Nana and Emily from Miracle Property. So welcome to the show, guys. How are you both?
1: Thank you. We are great. And you forgot to mention that a little one is here, Celeste.
0: Oh Yes, we've got <laughs> yeah. Celeste. So how, how old is Celeste now?
1: <laughs> She's eight weeks and we will see if she jumps into the call with you
2: yeah she might she's to join. popping her she's... cherry as well <laughs> she's...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well she's popping a cherry although someone else may pop their cherry to make celeste arrive in of the world but hey that's another conversation probably you know for any any parents listening and i apologize we we'll try not to swear too much on the podcast so um but no i mean congratulations again on the arrival of your of your second you. child. it's amazing and um Thanks. As I said to you just before the podcast, I can't wait to have the opportunity to have a cuddle with a little one. Um, but I feel like we might be waiting a little while longer before I can come overseas or, or vice versa yeah. if you're coming over here yeah. to get some more deals.
2: Yeah, but yes. you you mean like getting your jab, so I mean you can we're, come
0: <laughs> we're all jabbed up you know i've had the first one and hopefully the second one soon which is good so anyway it would be great i think for everyone listening in they w- we would love to know a bit more about you both so maybe just for the audience that are listening today just tell us a bit more about who you both are what you both do in your or did or do in your corporate life and um and then we'll get into the journey of property
2: Yeah, I can start. Yeah, ladies first. (laughs) (laughs) Yes,
1: so I'm a senior accountant. I work at Volvo in the finance department right now. And hopefully one day we will be full-time property one day soon, because that's our passion. But I've gone to university, uh, study economy, of course, and worked in that for the past 14 years, I believe. And uh, I'm getting sick of it, pretty much. That's a short intro about me.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> good. Time, so, time, so it's coming to a point where it's time for change, time for change, and it's certainly interesting how that does that. And um, yeah. and what about you, Nada?
2: So I work as a, a workhouse warehouse uh, in Volvo as well. So basically, I've done a lot of education during my, my time, lifespan, but I always jumped off because I didn't like the school route and I wanted to find my own way. So, what I did was, I traveled the world instead and enjoyed life. And uh, then we stumbled up, or I stumbled up, because you all wanted us to do property all the time. Yeah. But I stumbled up when we were in, in the US.
1: Yeah, you forgot to mention that you you traveled with me. I
2: traveled
0: with her, <laughs> obviously. Oh, you traveled together. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Amazing. So, so, so how, how long, have, do you mind me asking, how long have you guys been together now? How long have you guys been together?
1: Since 2014.
2: Yeah. But we've known each other since we were like 16, right?
1: Yeah, 15, 16. Yeah. So that's like uh, since 2000, 2001
2: yeah oh
0: beautiful guys they're awesome awesome so almost like childhood sweethearts really in terms of how you've yeah. known each other which yeah, is great I, you know i needed
2: to convince her so yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's playing hard to get with she she's playing yeah. hard to get i like that it's Talk like property deals years. property deals play hard to get sometimes right you're negotiating an offer and the <laughs> seller's playing hard to get and you're trying to get that extra few thousand pounds off that purchase <laughs> price to make it a great deal so um and, so and he learned awesome. she a lot a then You've learned a lot. He learned a lot over the years. Absolutely. Absolutely. You talked to him well, Emily. Yeah. Well, so, so I mean, and awesome. Thank you for sharing much, you know, about you, your family and, and obviously what you do currently. And so, so you talked about the idea and this push of what, wanting to get into property. So yeah. how did you get into the world of property and, you know, why did you want to start?
2: So the Celeste here and Celine, that's why we wanted to start.
1: Yeah. That's the why. So I, I, tried to convince nana to go into property here in in sweden a couple years ago like yeah it's pretty much six years ago Mm -hmm. Um, and he wasn't really feeling it back then he said nope i'm not doing it (laughs) and then uh, when we were about to have celine our first child he started we were in uh, the us actually and we met some very wealthy people and asked them nana was like so what do you do for living (laughs) And all of them were into property in some way or real estate, as they say, in some mm. way. Some were doing smaller things. Some, a lot of them were doing really big things like commercial projects, really big commercial projects. And that sparked something in his brain and he just went all in from that point pretty yeah. much.
2: Yeah, I just took everything in, come come back home listen to podcasts read books everything because the thing is why i said no to her in the beginning was because when i associate a property i associate like painting doing all this or not as oh, okay. i don't want to do that <laughs> know, I, I, i'm a softie I'm, I'm good with, the, with with technology and etc but like hand handmade stuff it's Emily who's doing that in <laughs> our in our family, and I do all the techie stuff, you know. So I, when she was like, doing property, I'm like, no. Nah. Because I've seen all my mates doing it, you know, buying and selling like renovation, their home, own home. And I'm like, nah, I don't like this. I don't want to do this. For... <laughs> yeah.
0: You're, you're so right. We see so many people in the UK do the same thing. Like they, 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 the concept of becoming an investor. They don't think, like you've just said, they think, hey, I've got to go buy a property. I'm going to get a sledgehammer, start knocking out walls yeah. myself. <sighs> and because I can save the money, but it sounds like that that wasn't for you, man. That wasn't no, for you. is that right?
2: It's, Yet today it's not for me. I'm not doing that stuff, you know. Yeah, I,
1: I would I, I would love to do it. I'd rather
2: pay someone doing it and get less profit so I can act, uh, allocate my time to something better. That, that's just me. I don't enjoy it. (laughs) It's really interesting,
0: though. It's really interesting, obviously. Like you said, the 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 two children, obviously, Celine being a big driver for you both. That you know, you said no to your partner, and that was that was a strong, brave move, (laughs) saying no, and then and then coming back and saying, actually, (laughs) then we're going to have a child. And again, like you said, meeting other people from the US and asking what they do, and obviously, maybe that sort of triggered some. Okay, if these people are doing it, there's obviously something out there, and you you actually started to we podcast and books to help start you get self-educated educated yeah. so in terms of you know the education side so you, you know you, you obviously got educated um did you decide to do further training and and connect and do that what was the next steps
1: yeah yeah so the the first step we took was nana calling me when he he bought this uh, weekend course and he called me that was with, uh, when we had celine And he was like, I bought your push present. We're going to get uh, this education from UK property uh, property investments. And I was like, yeah, okay. Let's go. I'm in for it. Uh, So that was the first education we got. And then we got uh, a mentorship in the UK and went over to do that. And we figured like, let's just stay there for a while and build some connections. So that's where we started with our connections. And then The whole first year we just went back and forth from sweden to uk yeah and build up uh, a, a network
2: yeah and that was to to like fast forward and looking at it looking at the back mirror that was like very very important step because the year after covid came so all of the connections let's say if we didn't do that they would just like be stand still now yeah. So I'm really glad that we put in all of that time, work and the money on doing that.
1: Yeah.
0: So when you were looking um looking ahead of that sort of you, know, you the, the mentoring, the coaching, the education that you're going through um sort of what were you coming out to what was the sort of budget that you had or were you thinking okay I'm gonna raise money um what was sort of going through your mind you know after that experience
2: so uh, yeah you go
1: yeah well going into it, it our funds were zero <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow pretty well, much yeah it
1: was zero we were like okay let's we need to do something yeah <laughs> Yeah, so it was zero, but then we we started talking to friends and family about it, and uh, yeah, so of course the closest one will always help you out. That's that's how it works in life.
2: Yeah,
1: definitely. And uh, definitely. the same for us. So the uh, first 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 funds that we got was from my mom who invested yeah. with us, and she was like, "Rock out, <laughs> do yeah. it!" That's curious. Yeah, that's yeah. Good. so. So she's a biggest supporter, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she really believes in this.
2: She does. Yeah. She in the beginning, she was like, uh, but then when she saw how much time and energy we put into it, she was like, Okay, they're doing this and I would like to like help them on the way. Yeah. So that's what she did. And then we start getting like friends as well investing. And then now I've just it's just rolled on. Rolled on, it just so, rolls
0: on from there. I mean, yeah. Would yeah. you say, I mean, with, with your mum, Emily, would you say that she saw in both of you, she saw that sort of, I know, that hunger and passion that you wanted to sort of push that through? Was yeah. That, was that coming through?
1: Yeah. It, it, it's, it was basically, uh, you can say you're going to do something, but you need to actually do something to get it done. Mm. And she saw that we did something to get it done. We didn't just say we were going to do it because then she wouldn't have done it. Yeah. So she saw that okay, they are driven. They are gonna do this, and I want to help them start it. I want to be a part of the journey. If I can help them, I want to do that. So she was like, "Here, I give you these funds. Go out, rock it, and keep me updated." Pretty much.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah. I mean, is is there a you know property investors in in either of your families? Is that something that your parents have ever? done before or is this literally you guys are the sort of you know you haven't seen it as kids happen to you you know in terms of people around you
1: no uh like my mom knows about uh, a lot about property investing uh but here in sweden Mm -hmm. uh, she has a a lot of knowledge about it here in sweden and uh my dad is like he's he built our home when we were kids he's a builder (laughs) so he he's pretty much our biggest critic right yeah,
2: yeah he doesn't believe in this
1: <laughs> because he's like how can you renovate in the UK when you're here you need to be there you need to do the work because that's how he does it
2: and I do like grand cash flow baby <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, like cash flow show me the money I love that and, and see that's interesting you say that about your dad being a builder because now I can see why you like to get your hands dirty Emily in terms of the concepts and idea because you saw yeah. it in your side of the family you know
1: yeah. I was under like
0: show me the money just show me yeah. the money Funny, you
1: know? yeah i was on the roof when i was a kid with a hammer
0: love that i love that okay so you say so, so i can see now when when you had trips to uk maybe nana's holding emily back like it's like hey i'll get on site i'll do it quicker than these builders could do you know i'll get the work done okay no messing around guys and um, so but, but it's interesting you said your dad's your big, big biggest critic you know yeah. um because i guess
1: if we like show you, him wrong
0: oh i love that he
2: showed it wrong, wrong yeah. but he's still he's like. <laughs>
1: no, now he's more like because uh, now he says, "Okay, so how much is the refurb?" And we said, "Yeah, it's this." What? So what are you gonna do? Just the kitchen? And we're like, "No, it's totally different prices in the UK than here, Dad." <laughs> like, because he he doesn't get the the um, the money side of it because mm. here you can pay like yeah like fifteen k on
2: Our a
0: kitchen. kitchen yeah wow whereas, whereas in the UK, how, how much have you spent on a kitchen in the uk just to give a comparison like three grand yeah <laughs> so
1: <laughs> that's what i tell him too i'm like yeah but 15k that's the whole refurb dad it's not the kitchen it's the whole refurb <laughs> like, you
0: can sort of understand why he would believe you though he's like how is that even possible because of what, yeah again the, the cost of materials are what you used to um back home in sweden so amazing so 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 when you kick started that first, so you went on the training, you, you sort of want to do your first investment, you raise money from family and friends. Yeah. What were you looking, what were you thinking of investing in first?
2: A flip. Yeah, that's what we were taught from the mentors. Yeah. Oh, the mentor. In, yeah. Uh, in the, yeah.
1: So, so the process was that we were going to do two flips, one by to let, Two yeah. flips, one by to let, And build up that way. Um, because we didn't have so much funds when yeah. we started. Uh, or none but then as we went along and we uh, got more investors uh, coming our way we figured like uh, yeah we can change a little bit like yeah. you have to adapt to the circumstances but we did want to do a flip the first one we were set out to do a flip yeah we thought about keeping it yeah but we felt like no we set out to do a flip let's do it let's go through it let's see what we learn from this and we can take it from there plus
0: you so so your first deal was a flip your first yeah. deal was a flip in fact yeah awesome.
2: okay plus yeah. we have like advertise you know and told people that we're doing a flip so and and it was talk about this brexit and all of this stuff you know so we really wanted to push forward so people wouldn't say like oh yeah they say they do flip and how can they do because they were like how can you do a flip during brexit etc so in my mind i was like i want to prove you wrong and just shove it (laughs) yeah Yeah, so just
1: basically yeah we we said that because we said that in our podcast a lot too when when we spoke about this deal we said that a lot of people came to us saying but a flip during brexit that's really a good time to do a flip mm-hmm. so that made us even more anxious to be like yeah let's go through it let's show everybody that you can do a flip during brexit and do a profit from it and we it's actually would sold that house in january uh, 2020. So awesome. it was like awesome. Brexit time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very much
0: I, so. And, 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 and interesting you say that. It's interesting, you know, talk about this whole, we've heard it a few times today in terms of, you know, wanting to sort of prove the family, prove people wrong. You know, everyone's going to come to you saying, hey, and they, they, I'm sure they're coming to you with their sort of, care and love that they 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 want you yeah. to not fail right they don't yeah, want you to fail yeah. some yeah. people will just say hey don't do it because of Brexit and what's going on in the world and uh, why are you investing from Sweden to the UK I totally understand what people say to you but I love your sort of mentality hey we're gonna come and prove you wrong yeah shut up I'm gonna go do it anyway um yeah. I think that's a cool a cool concept because you could have done the opposite right you could have said oh, do you know what guys okay we'll stop this whole journey we won't bother yeah. doing anything you know yeah. or we'll just do a buy to let or we'll just play it really safe yeah. but you decide to sort of keep sort of out of your comfort zone and and go for something a bit chunkier yeah
2: Yeah. it's not like like we're reckless it's more like we do calculate a risk and we knew that the property that that we have bought was good and we will make profit on how much that's another thing but we knew that we will make profit in a bad market in a good market you know so but people like when people are like that i just get like very like i'm gonna show you you know i'm not i I haven't bought all of these courses mentors done all of the work all the work the time and then just gonna go and like okay Let's dice a uh, dice uh, uh, a coin or something. You oh know?
0: yeah, flip a coin and hope flip for the best. Sort of thing. you actually. Yeah. Been... And, and and it's interesting. You say that. Say that. So so you end up investing in a flip. And you said about the numbers and you know, calculated risk. Who who is the numbers person out The U two. Who's the numbers person? Uh, Emily.
2: <laughs> Emily. Emily.
0: Emily. That, that would just be
2: wrong. Back. That would just be wrong. If I mean, she's the senior accountant. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to be the numbers.
1: So now now the listeners are gonna go. Okay, so she wants she's the one that likes to really do property and the refurbs and going into that and she's the number person so what what did you do i'm the people person. yeah you are <laughs> you are the people person he's the he deal finder yeah he's the deal finder he's uh, he's the driver of us i don't know yeah, I, yeah. Th- I feel like you are he's the driver of us
2: that's, that's i'm the quite, number
1: person cool. and the refurb person but he's the number person like the that's driver
0: and illegal, a person,
2: and illegal legal yeah.
0: person. And <laughs> person. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, so Emily's compliance. She's compliance, you know, from that side of things. And you are the deal maker, okay, that side of things. So, you know, so, uh, so Nana has to put everything past Emily. And say, yes, so, yes, that's compliant. We could do that. Let's make it happen, you know. So, I love that. Absolutely love that. So, so you ended up, so ta- tell me, so tell me more about this first investment property. There. So, you said you ended up investing in a flip. Yeah. So, Tell me more about the first investment property though. Where was it? How many bedrooms? Tell me a bit more about it.
1: It was actually uh, um, it was quite an interesting deal for us because we f- always figured our first flip would be you buy, you refurb, you flip it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what we found was uh, already made flip. So it was a guy that had already renovated it. Mm-hmm. He was going to put it out on auction. So we've managed to snitch it up before Ah, auction pre-auction. pre-auction so it was 28 days to uh, pay out <laughs> pretty much and um so it was a three bed terrace house in swansea yeah yeah in a really good neighborhood of swansea and uh, yeah pre-auction like i said and uh, when we said yeah let's do it <laughs> we didn't have all of the funds <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, wow. We we did a grant.
1: (laughs) Figure out later. (laughs) Yeah, we did a grant Cadone on that one. We're like, yeah, accept and then figure out the rest later. Uh, But we only had 28 days to figure it out. So we need to act really quick on it.
0: Fast. What was the purchase price? What was the purchase price? 100K. Yeah, 100K. 100K. So 100,000 pounds. It didn't have the capital at the time to make the deal. I think
2: we needed to raise like... 25. Yeah, 25K. Wow. Yeah. How
0: did you feel? How
2: did you feel? Uh, (laughs) Stress.
1: Yeah, a a little bit. I was like, are we we really going to do this? (laughs) Like for the first deal. Are we really going to take this on? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grant Cardone, 10X it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay.
2: You just came from 10X as well. Like, Yeah, we,
1: we went to the 10X conference. And uh, yeah, Nana just uh, really bought that concept <laughs> up, so to say. So I felt, I, I felt a little bit stressed, uh, but it took like, uh, yeah, a day <laughs> pretty yeah. much. And uh, then it was uh, a done deal like okay this it, it worked
0: out yeah I love that I love that yeah. and, so, and so you buying buy investment, investment property 100,000 yeah. pounds but by auction terms you had to complete in 28 days yeah. um I mean from a compliance point of view that's a mind and nightmare to deal with at the beginning <laughs> of the process Emily. and uh yeah well done Nada for saying yeah we're gonna make this happen it will do that and I, and I love that I think that's a great a great thing between you both so it was yeah. three bedrooms you paid 100,000 for it yeah but this one didn't need work so it no. was already renovated
1: it was already renovated, and um, uh, we just pretty much bought it and put it out straight away.
0: What, what sort of refurb did the previous owner do, or the the owner when you were buying it? Do you know what they did? Uh,
1: like he he did a, a total refurb. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he did, and it it was very neutral colors and all of this. So so. Um it didn't stand out but it was like a blank page for a family to move in and put it on their own touch it yeah yeah uh,
0: make it their yeah. own
2: basically
1: yeah okay. pretty much so it was like a, a first time buyer's dream pretty much yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I think he uh, he didn't make so much profit on it because he bought it for 70 mm-hmm. so and sold it for 100 so i mean I think he was exit, we don't know this for sure, but we think he was exiting a bridge. So, cause he had like two two uh, fall throughs. So he yeah. had like, yeah. So I think he was quite desperate.
1: Yeah, he was in a rush to have it sold, it felt like. Yeah. Um, so, but it worked out well for us because yeah, I- we bought it, put it out the, uh, at the market. And I think the biggest problem we had was Uh, finding one of the guarantees when we're going to sell it, right?
0: (laughs) Now, I am sorry to interrupt this episode, but we wanted to offer you a free property investment support session with me, Imran Locken. So if you're starting out on your property journey and you're looking for a bit of advice or you're considering a property education program or want help finding your next investment, please pop me a message at modus-academy.com or call our property investment support team on 01993 225 030. Anyway, back to the episode. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Funny when you say it? so it's interesting when you say about that. Do so you think that the seller was in a distressed situation? So you yeah. actually found a distressed seller selling a fully refurbished property that mm-hmm. potentially may have been on the bridge. But if they had, you said two sales fall through, then of course you, you were obviously right time, you know, right opportunity for you. Um, so you didn't need to get your hands dirty apart from some legal paperwork and rolling up your sleeves to raise that extra twenty five thousand pounds, you know, and yeah. get to get yeah. a deal over the line. Um, so what i mean in terms of profitability then let's talk some more numbers so you know did you in terms of selling it did it take quite a while for you to then sell it or how did you what what were the next
2: steps so it took to be honest to get a accepted offer i think it was three months but because of uh, this we were not aware of this six month hidden rule that you guys have in the uk uh we were forced to uh, hold it six months. So, and then the deal, uh, we, the mistake we did was that uh, the estate agent didn't check. So the, the, the new buyers had like this mortgage and principal. Uh, so it fell through. And then you got back on the market two weeks Get someone uh, uh, snapped it up again, and we started a process. But those two weeks was like, oh, you know, getting gazam for what you say in the UK. Yeah. Um,
1: Nana was going into other strategies all of a sudden. He was like, let's do a tenant buyer, and he found a tenant buyer for it, and all that. I was like, but we were gonna do a flip, babe. He's like yeah, but we got a, We found a tenant buyer. Let's do that. We will get more money in the end. But, yeah. I was like yeah, but let's just keep it simple and do what we said we we're gonna do with this one.
2: Yeah, and, and then, then, then from
1: there. Yeah, and then if, it took two two weeks, and he calmed down a little bit. We got we got another one to sell it to another couple to that wanted to buy it, and uh, yeah, it took exactly six months to sell it. And that was only like Nana said, we, we got that six month rule wrong in the beginning. We mm. thought that that was uh, basically if you are on a mortgage, you need to have it for six months. Yeah. That's what our understanding. So if we buy it with a mortgage, we need to have it for six months. But we bought it cash. So we figured we don't need to have it for six months since we bought it cash We can just sell it.
0: That's really interesting you say that because actually that's when, when I worked with a lot of clients, that thing comes up time and time again. Yeah. And I always say to them, it's irrelevant of how you buy it as the investor. It's about how the person buying it from you. So if your yeah. goal is to flip that property, if the person buying it from you is a cash buyer, no problem. Yeah, yeah. You can buy it today for 100000 and sell it for more. In two months' time, a day later, that's absolutely fine. But the moment the person buying it is buying with the mortgage, the mortgage lender has a perceived view over that six month period of ownership that they view it's only worth what you paid for it for the first six months of ownership. And then after that time it's worth what the market dictates so so you know in effect a six month project which most people when they're doing flips some people often say look smaller flips can be six months so you actually did go through it but you had yeah. some yeah. challenges along the way and and you mentioned the mortgage in principle sort of you know that expired i'm guessing is that what happened so they had a mortgage in principle that then expired and they would have had to then reapply or something to get that through no
2: it was it was uh the, the first buyer didn't had that so what no. they, they they just went and bid ah and then it showed up that they didn't have it in, in place yeah so on it's the almost second like, it's almost like one it was like
0: bidding and not having enough cash to do a deal right it's almost like yeah doing that. <laughs>
1: yeah so on the when the second one came uh, the real estate agent actually uh, uh, told us on on the phone she called us she was like i'm going to make sure they use our in-house broker mm. to make sure that they have a mortgage yeah to to mm. buy this house yeah so we don't waste the time this time yeah
0: yeah yeah. yeah. And, and, and she did. And she did. And she did. So she found someone that obviously could have that mortgage in principle. So you got the second buyer through yeah. um, on that process. It, it's interesting. You, you mentioned, obviously, Emily, you said that Nan obviously then started thinking, well, I need to find another option. I need to find other avenues and angles. Yeah. So tell me more about that. You know, you said about tenant buyers.
2: So uh, basically, after the 10X, we bought a course about uh, strategies that that we didn't know you could do because you cannot do that in, in Sweden so it was like lease option, rent to rent all of these stuff and then my, my mind started to like work you know, okay how can we sell this So I got in contact because uh, we put this out on social media the deal that we bought and then someone reached out and said oh I would like to uh, to rent and etc that property and then I said like Hmm, okay, we can do a tenant buyer. <laughs> and, and then we structured it on messenger. <laughs> How much and etc. <laughs> yeah, it was quite hilarious. So we were like on the verge of doing it. But uh then, yeah, Emily, Emily, I, I
1: spoiled everything. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: You said no. We're focusing. We've got an offer coming in. I, I love that you said you structure the deal on messenger. So you use basically <laughs> messenger to structure a, a tenant buyer deal. I think that's a, a really creative uh, way of trying to get that. And it's interesting that you know when you you feel like your back is against the wall in terms of offers falling through, you're like, we've got this flip. We're meant to be doing a flip. You know, it should be going to plan. You were trying to find other solutions, and I and I do admire that. I think that's amazing because you you're looking for multiple exits in that deal and other things to get out. But I me sort of brought back that grassroots again. Sorry, I'm <laughs> using compliance here. Compliance came back in and said, "Hey, we need to, you know, we need to. We agree we're going to do a flip. Let's do a flip." But you found that buyer, which is great. So I mean, some really interesting sort of learnings and experiences you've had there. And and so, what was the sort of result then? So you said you sold it. Was it profitable at the end of the process, at the end
2: of that six months? Yes, it awesome. was. It was. It was so nice. Yeah,
1: it was, and we were really happy that it was uh, because we, we heard a lot of people that lost money on their first deal. So mm-hmm. we were like, oh, a flip. Let's do it. Brexit. Hopefully, everything works out as we thought it will. And it did. Uh, so that's great. And also, uh, 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 what I told Nana when you found this tenant buyer, that you forgot to mention Mm -hmm. was that we're going to lock in the money because we bought it cash
2: yeah 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 Yeah. so i
1: was like no we're gonna do a flip because we said we're gonna do a flip and i don't want to leave all of this money i want to
2: keep going
0: to get the next opportunity yeah to grow that part and would you mind me asking what you sold it for what was the sort of end sale price
2: one twenty one,
1: right? Yeah, one twenty one, yeah. five hundred. Yeah, awesome, awesome.
0: Yeah. So a nice little margin there potentially as well, which is good on a deal yeah. that you yeah, pretty we, much bought really quickly. You know. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So we we were gonna we put it out for one,
2: one thirty.
1: Yeah, one thirty. Yeah, but and we were probably gonna well. Looking back at it now during COVID,
2: prices really rise, right? So we, we were have got like move. 150. Yeah. That's what they go now on the same street. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but we felt, or I felt, like, let's just lower the price, sell it off, and keep going. That's the most impor- important thing. We make a profit, we keep going. That's the most important thing. Yes. Yeah, we we thought we, we wanted 130, we got twenty one Let's do it like it, it's on, the speed
2: on. it's the speed to be honest uh, i mean the more deals that you do the the more profit you get than yeah. holding on to one deal because yeah and especially in the uk when you have all of this solicitor da, 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 like comparing to sweden yeah. you, you just go and buy a property the same yeah. day or two weeks but, have, but that's what i mean on, you know? like
1: it's mm. a, it's a it's a nice profit for just six months yeah, and we yeah. didn't do any work yeah. Yeah. So that's what I told Nana. Like, let's just keep going. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Keep going. Get the get the next one moving along, basically. Yeah. So, so what so what would you say you know through that whole experience on that first deal? What were some of the key learning and takeaways that you took through that? You mentioned about, you know, for not having to get your hands dirty. You know, Emily didn't have to get in there and do any refurb. You didn't have to do any refurb. Someone yeah. else basically did the refurb with you for you. Um, I didn't so like that the key part, learnings? though.
1: I would I would love to do that we've done the refurb as well but not on this one. <laughs> for me no,
2: uh for me the learning was the 6 month rule that mm. what that was the 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 real learning for me So that that it doesn't matter like you mentioned it needs to be you know owned in 6 months. Yeah
1: so you have that in the in the yeah.
2: spreadsheet pretty yeah. much in <laughs> the
1: calculations
2: because that, that wasn't clear in the education part you know when mm. we were so now we know that.
1: Yeah. And uh, of that also that we, if, if we would have done it today, we would have used a bridge instead just yeah. to make the money last longer pretty much because then we could have done another deal as well during those six months where we sat and wait to sell it. We could have gone and jumped Found on another it. deal.
2: You could yeah. have found that next
0: property, basically.
2: Found yeah. that next Deal, and that's yeah. what we have done now, basically. Mm. Yeah, mm. but
1: but uh, instead of uh, since we didn't have that much funds uh, left over uh, during those six months, we instead jumped on the rent to rent side of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, we try that instead. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and and if uh, you had
0: if you had taken that bridge, you know, if you had if you look back at this first property, if you had taken that bridge. And then with the sort of first sale of the property falling through, with how, how do you think you would have felt looking back? Would, would you have felt a bit more, because you mentioned the seller may have been in a distressed situation because of maybe possibly having a bridge and two sales falling through. Being that you could have been in that situation, how would you have both felt about that?
2: I think we would have, we would have taken 24 months because we were very cautious, mm. so at minimum one year. I don't know what he took. Maybe he took like six months, nine months. I don't know. Uh, we because me and Emily are very cautious people.
1: Yeah, we might have t- taken at least one year, but might even have taken eighteen months or something, just because it was the first time we used it and all of this. But I also feel like if we would have done that, we would have been occupied with another deal, so we wouldn't be so uh, into like focusing and worrying about it because we were occupying ourselves with something else at the same time absolutely yeah so
0: you're spreading yourself spreading your risk over two projects rather than on the one
1: yeah and we probably we might as well uh, haven't had done a flip of it because then we might have instead gotten a a loan a mortgage to cover Mm -hmm. both of the properties off and kept them and rent them out Mm, which is actually what we are doing
0: now <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 oh I, it's awesome and it's it's a really interesting first deal and experience that you've gone through because we often talk to investors like in today's market saying like especially if you're looking to refinance properties not sell necessarily it's all about physically adding value getting in there and showing and you know a surveyor on behalf of the bank that you have physically added some sort of value rather than just buying something and put it back on the market the next day, which again, we used to be able to do in the late 90s, early 2000s, um, quite yeah. a lot. So so what are you doing now? Tell me more then about what you're doing now. So you, I heard the word rent to rent being mentioned as sort of a, an option. Tell me more about that and what you're up to.
1: Yeah, we're doing rent to rents in uh, Swansea with uh, our partners. Uh, so we have uh, three HMOs there. And we have had a rent to rent essay in uh, Birmingham prior uh, we don't have that anymore. We are though looking to ma- maybe do rent-to-rent essay again uh, with partners as well uh, this time. Uh, so that's the rent-to-rent side yep. of it.
0: What, why do you sign not to do the Birmingham one anymore? Why do you sign not to do that one anymore?
1: Uh, we have uh, we had a uh, miscommunication with the landlord.
2: That's Mm. very polite of you.
1: (laughs) We had some miscommunication with the landlord and we felt like we would not be able to keep it profitable in Mm. the long run. So that's why uh, we felt this is uh, not doable anymore.
0: So there's sometimes where you have to sort of make a decision. And say, Do you know what, this is Rather than putting more time and energy into this to try and make it more profitable, possibly with a a relationship that you don't really want to have with an existing landlord under the rent to rent structure, it's better just to cut ties, move on, and fo- focus back in back in yeah. Swansea. Yeah.
2: yeah, that that that's the thing with uh, that I think about. Like as an investor, you should never have feelings attached. Never fall in love with a property or asset if it's doing if if it's if it's going in a loss you should just cut your ties and just move on to another one Mm because the the longer you're staying in there the more (laughs) more draining it is you know so, yeah, the,
0: the more emotional yes, you bring to it don't you you know yeah. and, and sadly if you bring that if you bring sadly negative emotion you know guys you gotta have time to have negative emotion you're in a great place right now and you've got a beautiful second child in your world And I suppose you're right anyone listening in they're probably thinking well yeah don't don't dwell on it just move on to the next opportunity and make the next one work and uh, I guess learn from your past experiences though like, yeah. like you have yeah um, so how are you finding that? so so thinking about your your key learnings overall you know you mentioned network that was really important. you mentioned that having a network is really important. you went to the rent to rent space. Um, how do you build a rent to rent business model while being in lockdown then
1: <laughs> Having great partners that's how you do it partners slash friends because they are our friends as well yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and they are great and they work really hard on it yeah and we just love them yeah, yeah pretty much do so you think so- you will just
0: continue doing that? do you think rent to rent will be a continuation of the process, or
2: what's, no. what's next on the journey? Emily no. forgot to mention that. Yeah, are- <laughs> no,
1: well, we we have we're doing other stuff. We we don't we don't want to just have the cash flow. We want to own the assets, of course. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's what we're focusing on now. We have we are doing. If there is more rent to rent more coming our way, we will definitely do it with our partners uh, or friends, absolutely. Uh, but we are uh, buying to keep at the moment. So we have bought two properties, uh, one in Leeds and one in Sheffield.
2: Yeah, they're in legals. Yeah, now.
1: they are in legals right now. Yeah. Uh, so they're not completed yet.
0: But it, yeah. Very, very exciting. So you see, so, so you're building the buy portfolio as well. You've done that flip, so you could prove everyone that it was possible to do a flip with yeah. Brexit and all the information going on, which is amazing. And and the rent to rents, so it's rent to HMO, so you're obviously generating that that bonus in cash flow after paying the the landlord the existing landlord some money. So yeah. yeah. Um, I, and I mean, now I
1: mean, we're we'll, now we're looking at at bigger stuff. Yeah,
2: we're we want, looking at bigger
1: yeah, stuff. We wanted to do some conversions, like
2: Ooh. you.
0: But <laughs> to pick a conversions yeah we we were just talking before about sort of taking that leap of faith and you know this concept of you know, and I'm a great believer of the term you know get comfortable being uncomfortable, um yeah. you get to a certain level, and you're like right, what's the next step in the journey you know yeah, in that yeah totally so agree so conversions yeah. is the next part of the journey, is it jumping
2: yeah to it is it yeah. is our block of flats, so yeah. we 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 have had like conversations with several regarding block of flats and conversions. But it's always something that we find. So, yeah, that's it.
0: I think Little One agrees with you. I just heard Little One say, "I think she's agreeing with you now." So, yeah, saying, yeah. yeah. Take the next step. Take that leap of faith and go into those next. <laughs> so, so what, I guess one last question: If there were any key, you know, one big takeaway that you know you could share with people listening in today, were there any big sort of learning points that you would share going into the journey of property? Uh,
2: just like get educated and when you have got educated just trust your guts that, yeah that that's uh, mm-hmm. to be honest and stop procrastinating and finding like st- oh it's brexit oh it's covid oh it's this oh it's you know because to be honest uh, like last year i felt that that's what we did we we missed the whole year because we thought about this uh the the regulation, the furlough, and et cetera. And who knows how long they're going to push it, you know? Like last year, they pushed it three times. Who knows, end of September, they may be like, oh, we're going to push it six months again. And you cannot just be waiting and waiting and waiting before you do your decision. You need to move on. And if something happens, if it come a crash, we figure it out.
1: We'll yeah. always figure
2: out, you know. Yeah, so. yeah
1: exactly that. I would say uh, build your network. Yeah. Like, yeah. you really need to do that. Yeah. That's a basic thing that everybody should really build that foundation of people around them yeah. from the yeah. start. It's really, really uh, a, a key thing. Yeah. And also, it's uh, a place where you find a lot of friends that you have uh, so much in common with that you didn't know that you were going to get on the, on the journey. Yeah, and And it gives you the extra drive to keep doing it because it's so yeah. much fun with all of the new friends.
0: Yeah, rather than feel like you're on business, you're doing this business alone, you know, as a team, yeah. you know, you have not only you two supporting each other, but you have an external network that are helping you. And I know in property, we talk about, you know, building the foundations and a lot of people start with buy selects. You're talking about actually building the team around you, you know, get the foundations in terms of the team and the network around you. So then you yeah. can do deals. And it doesn't matter where you are. And um, you're absolutely right. We talk about procrastination and, and people last year were saying, hey, we'll just hold off. You know, um, you know it's interesting talking to people that I've met in the UK that were being furloughed and sort of umming and ahhing with the concept of starting a property business or another business any any venture and I said well just do it if you're being paid 80% of your salary right now you're being paid the opportunity yeah. to go and build something for yourself why not take action to make it happen yeah. but sadly yeah. a lot of them didn't they just sat back and then obviously as furlough starts to when they'll go back to the world of work you know mm-hmm. um, hopefully you know so yeah. um, you're absolutely right absolutely right. I love that I love that so really really I mean very interesting first journey especially in your first flip and I, and I'm uh, very grateful for you sharing that first experience, you know, and, and where you're going with it now. And I'm I'm excited to certainly get you back on the show and talk about conversions at some point and, and yes. the next part of the journey, you know, and have a cuddle with your little baby when we get a chance to meet up. So um, thank you so much, guys, for for coming on today. I really appreciate it. And, and just much success with the next part of the journey. Thank,
2: thank you for having you. us. Yeah, thank you for having us, buddy.
0: And just like that, we've come to an end of another episode. And I really hope you've enjoyed hearing from Nana and Emily, which I'm sure you did. And you'll be pleased to know that they're also podcasters and YouTubers, and you can find links to all their channels, the case studies and some of their projects that they've been working on at miraclepropertiesltd.com. That's miraclepropertiesltd.com. So be sure to check them out. And as always, remember, please share, like, comment and give us five stars if you can on the podcast, um, because it honestly helps. And if you could do that, that would be amazing. So, and if you'd also like to book a one-to-one support session to help start your property investment journey, you can do so at modus-academy.com and also discover some of our other property investment programs. Phew. Well, that's all we have for now. And please be sure to join us again in a couple of weeks where we've got another amazing guest lined up to talk about popping their property investor cherry.